following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it in for the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. Welcome into a Friday edition of Talking Cowboys, presented by Tostitos, the official chip and the official dip of the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> as we're dipping in on a Say It With Your Chest Friday, baby, as the Cowboys prepare to take on the Philadelphia Eagles NFC East action on Monday Night Football, alongside Heckma Harrison. Isaiah Stanback. Hello. Rob Phillips and the great Chris Beam in the back. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Let me ask you a question, man. Yeah. Did they not have a larger size than wow. that right there? Mm. It's we, actually an XL. Come on, bro. I ain't going to be like. Are you, you have a problem with my. Nope, no. Nope. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you are crazy, dude. <laughs> Did you pull out the wrong side of the desk? <laughs> that just happened. Is that your, is that your wife? No. Mrs. She doesn't, have this, she doesn't have this shirt. This is exclusive, actually. As you can tell, Kyle and I are wearing the same attire today. I see. I see. Have, Kyle doesn't just no, pull it off you, quite the you, same yeah, way. No, no, no. I mean, Isaiah's did have sleeves. On it, but he put it on. And he just it right the off. sleeves yeah. blew off. Blew off. <laughs> Say it with my chest today, guys. Yeah. I don't know if you guys knew that. Literally, <laughs> I didn't know we were painting our shirts on the day, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's okay. Yeah, that chest was speaking. All right, I'll I tell you know. that I, much. I, 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 Rob, I don't know. he parked it up. Did you park over there? Oh, which which weight room's that way? Actually, it's that way. Yeah, I missed it yeah. on the way in. <laughs> Parking lots back totally that way. Just, you got us, got us running the forty. You come in here like okay. Hey, if hey, a cowboy could be, we're in training mode. Yeah, we are. We are. If a cowboy could be three seconds, it would have been that was it right just that moment. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, that's one way to, to start the show. Same Hopefully, <laughs> literally. Friday. That's what I thought it was. If you're still here, thank you for sticking around. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we've got some uh, we've got some some news to get to or surrounding the Dallas Cowboys. And let's go ahead and get to it. I don't want to waste any more time. Uh, Rob, yesterday, a couple updates on some injuries. Yeah, Mike McCarthy ruled out three players for Monday night. Um, Dorrance Armstrong with a high ankle sprain, Carlos Watkins with a knee sprain, and Ty Inseki, who's had you know the the heat related illness from last week. So wow. that must have been really bad. That must, yeah, that must have been horrible. If he's yeah, still dealing with that I, two I, weeks later, I think. That, well, a week. You know, okay. I, they're just they're just being careful. You know, just don't. Yeah, you know, let, don't don't rush him back after that. that. I mean, that was a scary deal. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but he's gonna be all right. Um, but yeah, D line depth tested once again on Monday night. Good news is Amari Cooper was on the fan yesterday and said he he thinks he'll be able to play on Monday night with the uh, bruised ribs. We've talked about the defensive line, and we'll certainly hit it throughout the show again. But with Amari Cooper supposedly being ready to go, how big of an addition is that? I know having Amari Cooper is is out there, but even if he's not 100%, I mean, having him and CeeDee Lamb as 100% is way better than not having him at all and and trying to go with a 100% Cedric Wilson, right? Yeah, I mean, I would... I'm, I'm, I'm kind of weird, I guess. I was actually looking forward 
not looking forward. Don't let me say that because that sounds really bad. I was looking. I guess I was. I was kind of looking forward to seeing how we handled not having Coop in the on, on that side of the ball. Mm. Now, before people start cursing me out, much rather I want Coop on the field. More, I want him healthy. Looking, I want. I wanted to see that us overcome that adversity. We've sure. seen our defense overcome that adversity. We've seen our offensive line overcome that adversity, right? Um, but we haven't seen. We haven't been in a position where we've had to overcome adversity at that position. So I was kind of. I was kind of wanting to see some of our next guys have to step up and see how we addressed it against a secondary that we're really not that threatened by. Um, I felt like it would have been an okay week to make sure that he's 100 percent healthy. Um, and if that was if that if that required us resting him, then I was I was okay with that. But having him on the field obviously gives us a greater chance of winning. Yeah, and I love in that interview he was talking about guys traveling with him and yeah. Darius Slade. We we hope or figure that he will. And the success that Michael Gallup had against him last year, we think C.D. Lamb will have an opportunity to do have put up those kinds of numbers. But I think Cedric Wilson. Has is the guy yeah. with the opportunity because as the third receiver, he's going to be running up against safeties, linebackers, guys like that, or that you know a nickel uh, back. Your last week, uh, X Factor, the tight ends, man, they have an opportunity as well. And I think Coop is the caveat for that because if you have a number one that you have to roll coverage to, mm-hmm. I think everything else in your in your offense kind of flows yeah. a lot better. I see what you're saying yeah. about being able to overcome that adversity. Who is this team without your – we found out who we are without some of our stars on defense and we've had some other guys be elevated in their place. So I think offensively, yeah. having Coop out there serves us well. Absolutely. Um, but, but, again, it's – going to be opportunity. Preparation has met opportunity, opportunity. Yep. and now Cedric Wilson has that opportunity this week. The other guy we don't talk about enough when a receiver goes down, I think, is, is Tony Pollard. And, and obviously his touches came from mainly running the ball, 13 carries, I think, to, to Zeke 16 last week. But they can use him and Zeke together in the backfield. They can they can split Tony out wide. They can do some different things with him. So it, they have other ways of, of supplementing uh, production if an injury goes down at a different position. And you just yeah. mentioned the tight ends. They feel like they've got two starting tight ends. Yeah. And Dalton Schultz, he continues to to improve his game. You know, his blocking in the run game was oh. really good on Sunday as well. If you guys watch the tape, George Kittle is one of my favorite tight ends. And he's one of my favorite tight ends because of the way he the way that he blocks. Yeah. Against the Eagles, he was blocking guys to the Gatorade buckets. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was putting guys on their back. And you see that toughness and what they were able to establish in the running game because they had a tight end that can do that. I'm not saying that we have the equivalent on this team. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is by committee, if we could get that kind of blocking, that may, you know, we may be able to reap the benefits. Or even close to that kind of blocking. Yeah, and, and it's, that availability. Not, it's not their first. I mean, I think both guys as pass catchers, that's probably yeah. number one that stands out. But if you see Dalton Schultz improving in that regard, that, that's only going to help this offense. Isn't that crazy how much Dalton Schultz has improved? Because originally we thought of it the other way. We thought he was a blocking only tight end who didn't have any hands, didn't have any receiving ability. And then all of a sudden he's out here making sliding catches and really he's one of the most reliable year, targets on offense. Last year was his coming out party. And I think everybody got an opportunity to see that. This is a guy that took full advantage of his opportunity. We've been saying it. And that's no slight to, to Jarwin, but I just believe that Schultz is just showing his value. What? What is it? <laughs> I can't see what I'm thinking on the air. Uh, don't ahead. say it then. Go ahead. I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> we, we do whatever we want on the show. Arms, no, say it with your chest. Your forearms no, are numb. It, it was the, it was the, the, the coming out party. I, my, my visual went to David Chappelle's skit with a... Uh, oh, God. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. If oh, yeah, I don't mean it's all right. 
Yeah, you got it. That's that's good. Sticking along the same <laughs> the lines YouTube. of weapons and missing weapons, of course, you don't have Michael Gallup. Six receptions last year in Week 16 against the Eagles for 121 yards. He had two touchdowns in that game as well. You don't have him. If you weren't going to have Amari Cooper, I, I, I'm kind of I'm along with you, Isaiah. You would have learned a lot. Yeah. About this wide receiving core. Thank goodness you don't have to yes, worry exactly. about. Yes, <laughs> exactly. This is a regular season. Cooper. So. It, this game counts. I want to learn more about these guys later on Thanks. as the season goes along. But you would have seen one is C.D. Lamb good enough to be your number one wide receiver, yeah. even without help outside. Because no matter what, right now throughout his career, he's had either Michael Gallup or Amari Cooper yeah. on the other side of him. Could he be a number one by himself? Because, of course, there are contract questions on the horizon for this wide receiving core. But also, I wanted to see what Noah Brown and Cedric Wilson could do with an expanded role along with the tight ends. And if the Cowboys can get creative enough with Kellen Moore to try and push that offense forward. Yeah, I'm, I'm alongside with the same thinking as you. I, I think we would have found out a lot. Luckily, we don't have to. Thank goodness. Uh, thank goodness. Um, so let me just say that, Cowboys Nation. But I think we would have been in a position where we were missing our our top two receivers. We just we just were in a game where we were missing our top two defensive ends. And guess yeah. what? We found out what can happen, right? So now we know. Now we know throughout the rest of the season what we're capable of should something happen of that of that um of that magnitude. If we were out our top two receivers, we would have been out there with C D and Sid. And then who comes in after that? Noah Brown. Noah Brown and your guy, Simi Simi Fajogo, right? Yeah. We don't know anything about Simi and his ability to play mm-hmm. receiver at this level right now. And I think he has about three weeks left to figure that out. Uh, I'm, I'm being dead serious. I right. mean, you know, before Malik Turner comes back because there's no question marks around Malik Turner. People know exactly who he is on offense and they know exactly who he is on special teams. So believe this is Simi's tryout time. So I think Simi was probably secretly hoping that he would have had some more playing time this week to have opportunities to prove that he deserves a spot on this roster because things might swing around and he might find himself on a practice squad here soon. Now, we, we don't have to deal with this this week at all. I, I don't know what kind of shape Amari Cooper will be in. I don't know if he'll be 100% at all or not, but which one would have been a bigger loss, Rob, losing both of your defensive end or both of your top two wide receivers? Which one's a bigger loss? For this matchup? For this one specifically. Man. Um... God. I I think probably both your defensive ends because I just think offensively, even without both your receivers, which is a big loss... You've still got a starting receiver in the NFL that's still healthy, you know, in CD Lamb. And you st- we just mentioned all the other ways Weapons. they can manufacture offense. Defensively, they don't have that kind of depth. And I think, uh, you know, I think the Eagles' offense is going to challenge. I mean, I got accused on Twitter of gassing up the Eagles' offense. I truly believe that they present problems with their speed. And Mike McCarthy actually mentioned that yesterday. Speed and space is what they're worried about. So I, I know Isaiah said. That edge pressure isn't as important, you know. I think they've got to be able to, to on the second level, be able to contain yeah. Jalen Hurts' speed. But ah, they they need they need guys up front who can who can manufacture a pass rush here. Yeah, no philosophy is is out the window when it comes down to getting pressure on uh, Jalen Hurts. I think everybody sees that in order to keep him contained, you got to get on him immediately. His ability to get outside the pocket and create with his legs and also with his arm, second to none. Um, but I just feel like when you look at the quarterbacks in this league, it, you know there are those that can play within the scheme of an offense, get the timing and things going. I don't see Jalen Hurts as being one of those guys. I think that he still, as a young quarterback, trying to just find his sea legs and it, you know if if there's pressure 
he automatically, first thing in his mind is run. And you find this with a lot of those young quarterbacks, like even with Lamar Jackson, he's the same way. And so decision-making and touch and accuracy, I think he doesn't – I wouldn't say he's the most accurate uh, quarterback. Does have a deep ball, which he displayed against the 49ers. But still, I think a lot of things that you see in Hurts, he's still trying to mature as a quarterback. Yeah, in terms of which one would be more drastic to our team, um, I think that the receivers – Honestly, mm-hmm. I think Kellen Moore can scheme up enough things to still be successful. But I think that we would definitely be exposed if we didn't have Gallup and C- uh, Gallup and um, Coop out there. I think that would hurt us just from the standpoint of how you would approach things as a defensive coordinator. And now for these guys usually play off coverage. <laughs> I'm pressing. Right. And I'm, I'm rolling that safety. That safety doesn't have to be 20, 25 yards deep like they are typically um, whenever you look at them on film. Now that safety's, you know, 15 yards deep. And now I got eight guys in the box and I'm telling them to play on the balls of their feet instead of playing on their heels. So this your approach is their approach is different. Um, and I think guys would be forced to have to make big plays versus things just kind of naturally coming to us. That's a horrible hypothetical, though. Yeah, to have both yeah. Of you're guys. almost there. You're almost. I mean, we were very close to very getting close. There. Now you do get Randy Gregory back, so that's nice. You get your defensive end back, and, and of course, <laughs> but then you're still down Armstrong. You lose Doris <laughs> yeah. Armstrong, which hurts you there. But that, you got Micah. You got Micah. Don't do this. Don't do this again. But you also don't have Keanu Neal back in the second level. Let him play everywhere. Just do, do what he did. Micah might not game. leave the field on on Monday. He I doesn't want all, to. I think we'd all agree that he doesn't need <laughs> doesn't to, need to, to. Leave, leave the field. I mean, 39 snaps last week is not enough. you got to bring that, that snap count up. And if you're down uh, Dorrance Armstrong, that affects the depth of this team. And we already, already questioned yeah. the depth of this, this team on defense. He said, uh, what did he say yesterday or the other day? He's, he said, I'm a wild bull. Oh, yeah. Wild bulls don't need to be paced. I don't need to be paced with my reps, so I, I stay need to run. fresh. I need to run. Yeah. It sounds like it's hard knocks. Like He was calling Dan Quinn on the phone trying to get more snaps back then. Sounds like a rookie. It must be nice to feel like that. Fresh legs? Fresh legs, yeah. man. But no, nah, his his spirit, man. Everything about him just is just it seems awesome. His approach to the game, he love you. He genuinely loves the game. I mean, how many players have you seen that just that yeah. zoos off of them like that? You know, it just you, you, he just radiates off of that dude. You know, he he really wants to be in the game. You know, some guys kind of say it, and you feel that from him. I hope it stays that way. I do too, because he's going to have some success in this league. And I mean, I hope he keeps that. It's almost like a childhood. Dream. Uh, I mean, of course, it's a childhood dream for all of these yep. guys. But he plays like a, it's a kid's game, you, and I love that. You got a reminder of how young he was during that interview because yeah. he said, talking about preparing, he's like, I go home and I play video games, man. <laughs> I, I, I enjoy being 22 years old, and I, I pop on the iPad before I go to bed just so when I wake up, the game plan is still fresh in my mind. Yeah. But I, I don't try to let football rule my life. But the way he plays and the way his passion, you would think it might because mm-hmm. he's he's all about ball, man. Man, he has been uber impressive through the first two weeks of the season. When we come back, though, on Talking Cowboys, how could you fill the role of Dorrance Armstrong and Calvin Watkins, each ruled out for Monday? We throw around some ideas when we come back on the other side of the break. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. 
It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizal for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. Back to Talking Cowboys. It's another segment here for Talking Cowboys presented by Tostitos, the official chip and the official dip of the... Dallas Cowboys, and it's also a great people, great pay replay. You've heard that Jason Witten has joined the Caliber Collision team. Mm -hmm. If you want to join him and do great work with great people for great pay, apply now at jobsatcaliber.com. Once again, that's jobatcaliber.com. I said Calvin Watkins again in the going into the break. It's Carlos Watkins. I, I love Calvin, and maybe that's why I just automatically default to that. I did that like four times during training camp. You you and Calvin had that conversation had a, during practice. Literally talked about it with him, and I still keep doing it. But it's Carlos Watkins as the Cowboys are trying to replace. Thank goodness Calvin Frat Watkins boy is good vibes. To go. Ooh. How is that even a? F- I don't know. I'm good. so confused. Uh, let's go. That no. was not. It didn't he sound just, good. He just wanted to do it. Yeah, he just was waiting for some <laughs> tiny window. No other, no other way to explain it. He just wanted <laughs> it. Yeah, he wanted that moment. Nothing. I mean, it is a frat boy Friday. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. It's a frat. That's, that's the only reason why it wasn't you in particular. And yet, it's I'm the day. It's yeah, what day it is. I'm not the one that's wearing the Polo Ralph Lauren shirt. Mm. Man, Kyle, are we? Are we just gonna just browse over the fact that we were just threatened? Were we? Yeah. In the break? Yeah, during the break. I don't think that was you a want, threat. Oh, that was definitely it was an intimidation tactic. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. It's like when the Iceland team showed up yeah. at, at, at D two, the Mighty Ducks, you know, yeah. at their press conference yeah, at the, the Goodwill exactly. Games, and just kind of let them know they were there. Yeah. You know, I the, watched too much. Didn't I don't think the people didn't know they weren't there. So the, Danny, Danny, you know, from the, from the players' lounge, uh, decided to come over here. You know, just because he's on the Survivor now, he's on national TV. <laughs> you know, he think he just walk. Up, he think he could just walk up in our in our podcast studio he did and come in here and give us the look like he. About to do something. He gave you the look. He, 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 he so we're not a team. Where you we me all of a sudden? Oh, so, so, now, so now you're not Jalen. I'm in it with you now. We we we. You put us. You not Jalen. You put us. I in thought it. we were Jalen. We are in it now. Yeah, so we we. But the threat was to. Are we French? Yeah, we French. Yeah, we we. Well, no I tell you, he's that one guy to get you in the fight. It's like I had nothing to do with this. Why am I getting beat up? 
<laughs> it's on like Donkey Kong. Yeah, Danny McRae came by and kind of gave a look. Mm. Just just wanted to check in, mm. trying to scout the competition, mm. and then he just moseyed on, yeah, just, went, went about his own. He saw me. Go ahead. He saw that extra medium. He ain't on the parts. <laughs> <laughs> that extra yeah, medium, small. okay? Small, medium, mm-hmm. slash in between. All right, guys. How are the Cowboys going to rotate this defensive line? No Demarcus Lawrence. No Dorrance Armstrong. Uh, no. Your boy. Carlos Watkins. Your boy. Bradley and I. You're doggone right. He's here. He is here. Is that how he's going to get? Is he going to get playing time this week? How are you going to find out if the boy can play? Mm. We have found out. We've, we've got a sample size of what Bradley and I can do. Right. And, I mean, uh, these guys are on the 53. Yeah, they're there. But have we gotten any production? Let's, let's go mm. back to, to put- <laughs> number 56. Have we gotten the production to, to this point after two games? Do, how do we feel about Bradley and I at this point? Uh, how many snaps has he played? I mean, it's he not a lot. 10, first game. Maybe ten. I think he's played ten snaps a game so far. I, yeah, mean, I think yeah. it's probably close to that. And the ten you and the ten that you noticed him in the game. Yeah, I'm, I'm I asking mean, P. I mean, look, twenty four total. You're counting on Randy, obviously, Terrell Basham on the other side, who's a little banged up in his own right. And I have no inside knowledge of this, but I I would imagine Micah Parsons is going to do some of what he did against the Chargers. He was too good at it. And I know there's more challenges this week. Lane Johnson's a great tackle, but like they they need to, like I said, manufacture some pass rush. And I I, I wouldn't be surprised if he kind of does a little bit of both. He's off the ball and he's rushing just like he did in week one. Well, Terrell Basham, you still have him. Um, he, he's you know he's got a splash at, at a certain point. I see the way that Dan Quinn uses him. He's also a rusher, but he also drops back mm-hmm. uh, in the zone uh, as well. I mean, it's just it's all hands on deck. And Rally and I, as you pointed out, he's got to make an impact he, and do the most with the opportunity that he's been given. But I just feel like Michael Parsons is the great neutralizer of all of this. You know, you allow him to do what he does against Lane on the right side against the rugby player. Also, go back. Going back to what Isaiah, he wants him to spy a little bit. I, I just think that you give your playmakers the opportunity to do what they do, and that's what he does. So why not? Let's not hold him back. Let's unveil the bazooka. Was that not <laughs> <laughs> <Go>. <laughs> I, Was that not you. fun on Sunday? Was it was fun? fun, but I'm just telling I just don't want to waste him. <clears throat> I don't want to waste him just to say, just to just to appeal to our, our you know, our what we want, right? Our, our little our little fetish that we have that we want to see him come off the ball all fast, right? We want to see him come off the ball and and apply pressure to the tackles and get upfield and then I wouldn't call it, it fetish, in. but yeah, I mean, that's probably not the word I, mean, I would use. Whatever, I mean, whatever you want to attach <laughs> to it. I mean, but we want to people want to see him be athletic, sure, yeah, right. And I don't want us to, I don't want our our wants, right, our our, our desires to be such that. He, that when he addresses our desires, but at the same time is ineffective in terms of our game plan, and I that's that's all I'm, that's all I'm saying. And yes, I think maybe you sprinkle him in there a couple of plays, but I don't believe that he has the most. He will have the most effect at defensive end in this particular game than he would at a middle linebacker position because you in want this him game. spying Jaylen because Hurts. I want him to have his eye on Hurts. I want Hurts to come to the line of the scrimmage every time and say, "Crap." That dude I, is going to go wherever the heck I go. I tend to agree with that because somebody's got to do it. Yeah. Somebody. It was C.J. Goodwin who hadn't played defense all year long last year who all of a sudden was in there for 16 snaps mm-hmm. because he's got the speed. So somebody's got to be 
taking on that role. Yeah, And, and I, so that same thing can, ha- can, can work this week. I was just going to say, I think Neal could have filled that role if the, the defensive line depth was as thin as it looks like it will be on Monday. And then if you had Neal in the second level, I think he could have easily spied Hurts because of his athleticism. I would have put him over that role instead of Leighton Vander Esch or Jalen Smith. But now now that Neal's not available, I, I tend to agree with Isaiah. I think you got to back him up. Let me ask, in, in your time in the NFL, who were some of the great pass rushers? Like Strahan, guys like that? D-Ware. Yeah, yeah D-Ware. D-Ware. I mean, yeah, there's, there's, there's some guys for sure. But the, I mean, the, the games change, right? So the, the DNs that were back then were bigger, bigger guys, uh, more dominant guys. But I don't care. There's only one defensive end that I could – there are two that I, that I could think about that would – even give us any or give me any kind of problems. Yeah, he gives me make me want to think second second guess my ability to get out the pocket, and that's um, Mac and Von Miller, hmm. and that's just because those guys' ability to to be able to spin back and you know the gaps that you think that you have, you don't have them anymore, um, and they can just be that dominant every play. But you know that that's where they're going to be. They can't be anywhere else. I don't think Parsons is that guy. And to have him line up across, and that's no disrespect to him. He's just not there. That's, that's what those guys do. Let's just say that. To line up and have Jalen Hurts 4-5, four, 4-6 four, guy, okay, looking at you, Michael Parsons, you're bigger, you're faster, you're stronger. I can't get away from you no matter what I do. Mm-hmm. Right? If I sit in the pocket, you're still in the middle of the doggone field, and you still can make anybody pay who decides to come across your way. But if I decide to take off, guess what? I have to deal with you. That's that's what I want. I want him sitting in the middle, cleaning up anything that comes across, right? And regardless if you're in cover three, regardless if you're in cover one, because you're, you're covering one spy, right? You're spying him, right? He's in the middle. Cover two, he's in the middle. Cover three, he's still in the little hook drop. He, no matter what, he's still right there, and you always keep your eye on Hurts. And if he wants to go one direction, guess what? I'm going to be in your hip pocket. This isn't about pigeonholing him to one position. What this is is about is using his athletic ability that you know that he has. And especially in a situation like this, thank God you have this type of apex guy to get after the quarterback. Also, when you talk about Von Miller, you can't negate his effect on games from a pass rushing standpoint. He's the best defender on their team, and they don't use him at linebacker. His ability to present and get pressure on the quarterback, you have to get pressure on the quarterback. You look at this, this defense last year, that was Achilles' We could not get any pressure. And when you finally have a guy to do it, we're saying that we're limiting him. I don't think so. I think you're more in a position to get the pressure that you need to create the turnovers that you have been getting. That's and I'm I'm with you there. Like I don't disagree with you. I think that's a valuable role to have. I also think though, if you're if you're not getting to Jalen Hurts, then he I think he's shown more of a propensity to I can sit in the pocket and I can make throws if I if I've got time. Yeah. And Week one, they did not get enough pressure. I know it's Tom Brady, but they didn't get enough pressure. And so that's got to come from somewhere. If they're not getting it, then they mean need to drop him down and, and let him help rush. Even whether it's a maybe it's a blitz situation. It doesn't have to necessarily be lining up on the edge and I, saying, I'm rushing that way. Any other time I would agree with you guys, unless we're playing Hertz, Wilson, or Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Any other time I would agree with you guys. But the downside to getting pressure on Jalen Hurts is he's getting away from that pressure. And now the big plays that they rely on to win games happen. Do you not- Him sitting in the pocket, those big plays don't happen because you can sit back in coverage. That's all I'm saying. So I don't disagree with you that you can sprinkle him in there, make, you know, have him rush all that every so often. But 
understand they want you to get pressure on Hurts because when you have pressure on Hurts, that's when he can find a seam, and now there's no guys at the second level. And now you're now there's guy now their guys are getting past your guys because they're faster than our guys. Yeah, their receivers are faster than our DBs. Let's lay that on the table right now. Those guys are are the, probably the second fastest receiving core in this league. Agreed. So why give them a chance to have an opportunity to run by our guys? I feel much more confident sitting back there and playing coverage and making Jalen throw the ball in gaps. They don't throw the ball. That's not how they play on offense. Yeah, their <clears throat> offense is, is big play or nothing. Yeah, Jalen Hurts isn't, and for for all of the name and, and and everything, I think the recognition with him when you throw him in the company that you just did, I don't think that he's that he's there yet uh, to that point. And you know, and I look at the way that other teams have played him. He didn't, you know, he didn't. He didn't torment the 49ers last week with all the things that you're talking about. So getting pressure, getting him on the ground, containing him, not allowing him to change his lunch points whenever he wants to. The Cowboys have to continue to generate this. Is it realistic that we're going to get three turnovers each and every game? No. You know? But so at some point, sack strip, fumbles, things like that have to, to factor in. And the way that they're playing and the way that Dan Quinn is dialing it up, and, and especially with the guys that you're missing, mm-hmm. you have to get pressure on the quarterback this week. The other thing is, too, somebody's got to be able to cover Miles Sanders, yep, Gainwell. They got guys out of the backfield that yep. you know a Micah Parsons style skill set can chase and cover and do all that stuff. I think Gainwell presents an interesting challenge. I, th- I like his skill set. I liked him out of Memphis last mm-hmm. year, and he's had a pretty solid start to the year. I was talking with one of the Eagles reporters yesterday, and I asked him under the radar guy on offense. Give me one guy. And he said Kenneth Gainwell. He didn't say Quez Watkins, who had the 91-yard reception last week. He didn't say anybody like that. He said, watch out for Gainwell. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to be the starter there at some point throughout the year, yeah. um, just, just, even yeah. as a rookie. Oh, no, no. So your it's, safety's going to have to play. No, agree. I just Sure. I just For us, we need to get off the field. Absolutely. Our, our defense yeah. needs to get off the field. Absolutely. And when, and when you do, it's, it's, it's a double-edged sword. When you decide to go after a quarterback like him, I'm not scared of him. I'm just saying, know how to attack him. Well, it's right? it's his skill set. It's, it's his skill set, and it's not even, it's not even a fact that and yes, the big plays they are they rely on those big plays, and those big plays come when he gets out the pocket. But yeah. how, the other thing that I'm worried about that people don't really remember throughout the game is when he gets out the pocket and he runs for 12 yards, and now it's a first down. And then they go a sequence of other plays, and then guess what? Then he runs again, and it's another 10, 10, 8, you know, 8, 10 yards, and it's another first down. Those are the plays that sustain drives, and that's what ends up killing you. That's what I'm talking about. Those plays are the ones that are going to destroy us if we decide that we want to all of a sudden get pressure on him. And he's just like, all right, cool, thank you. There's nobody at the second level now for me. I'm gone. I like it. We're going to put him on his ass. <laughs> I hope so. I like that idea. So. How about that? Say it with your chest right there, Heckma Harrison. Just, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm cool with it. I like it. Uh, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, say it with your chest Friday. Time to update the standings and give our no. picks mm-hmm. for week three of the NFL season <laughs> when we return with more Talking Cowboys. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like, where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. 
where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Back to Talking Cowboys. Final segment here of Talking Cowboys on a Say It With Your Chest Friday, and it opens things up for Isaiah Stanback because whether he's watching from home or he's cheering in the stands with his SLR lenses, he can see every exciting play. There it is. Book an appointment at your local SLR experts and see what SLR <laughs> can do for you. See more, do more SLR on Talking Cowboys. I wish I could unsee. I wish that I could one. too, but it's the it's percolating here. pectorals. Oh no! <laughs> Very WWE. Oh, I love it. No, <laughs> he's gonna end up getting an Essler commercial. Yeah. They gotta give him one. They he's have to give him one. Essler, y'all gotta pay attention. Yeah, go make a budget for it. Essler's got so many like crisp and clean commercials because it goes along with their brand. It's yeah. very nice and yeah. and, and, and relaxing. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely and then not their brand. Just burst <laughs> through and. Dirties it up a little. Oh I think gosh. you are. Muddies the waters. He's passionate, man. He That's is what passionate. All right. Let's update the Tonkin Cowboys pick em standings. Oh, We've geez. got about seven minutes till we are off the show. Talk about it. Rounding out the bottom four for the Dallas Cowboys at four and seven and a one and one record with the Cowboys pick em. Heckma Harrison is in fourth place at the moment. I'm there. What would you say it was? Four and what? Four and seven. Okay. Four and seven. I'm going to be third. I know that. Rob Phillips is in third at four and seven as well, but he is two and zero oh in the Cowboys wow. pickums. So he has gotten both Cowboys games oh right. Woo! He is four and seven. Second place, Isaiah Stanback, four or excuse me, five and six, yeah. and he is one and one with the Cowboys. What, did, what was games. his record last week? Yeah. Um, no, I've got it. No, no, y'all. What do you want to bring up the past? What was it last week? Did he, did he pitch a did he pitch a offer? Uh no, he got he got a couple games right. No, yeah. I think he had an offer last he week. Went, he went three and three. Do you see the how the, how passionate he is about me trying to Yeah, lose? he went three and three last week. You since that? No, no, no. It's no passion. I wanna re- hey, what I want to do, this is this that? is giving you back what you give. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what that is. Just a hate. Uh-huh. Just a little, little twinge. Just a little twinge. A tree or something. Is that what's happening? Oh yeah. Trees uh, on we're deck. Make, we're gonna make something out of it. Don't worry. At some point. I don't know when we'll do it. But and then talking at the top of the talking standings, mm. Mr. Kyle Yeomans with an eight and three record. I went five and one last week, so 
Thank you, everybody. You're Thank eight you and for three. The I'm eight and three. No, wow. it's early. It's mm-hmm. really it's early. Super early though. Three game lead, huh? I do have a three game lead at the moment. We've got some fun ones on Sunday. Let's start with the Chargers. Come back, baby. Let's go. And the Chiefs. The Chiefs Ooh. have won 31 of their last 35 games against the AFC West. That's a wow. lot of dominance from Kansas City. Rob, we'll start with you. Pat Mahomes ain't losing two games in a row. Mm. Kansas City. Bam. Tyreek. Okay, Kansas City. Love catch-up. Yeah, give me KC as well. Uh, the Washington football team on the road against the Buffalo Bills. They've won 7 of 8 against Washington. Heckma. Mafia. I'll take the Bills as well. Isaiah. Hmm. Contemplating. Their quarterback got hurt? Hineke time? Yeah, Fitzmagic's not in. It's Hineke. Hineke yeah. time. Who's not bad. He's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, let's go Washington. Nice. Okay. Switching it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. A lot of people going through tables up there in New York on, on Sunday. Okay. Bills, Bills Mafia, yeah. baby. Uh, Falcons and the Giants, a pillow fight in the NFC. Jeez. Atlanta allowing 40. The toilet just flushed. Yeah, it did. <laughs> 40 points per game through the first couple weeks. It's a hard game to pick, though, Isaiah. It is a hard game to pick. Um, I think I'm, I'm ready to see a little San Juan. Mm. Saquon, Saquon, Agno. Yeah, change up. No, Saquon, Saquon. Okay. Uh, Giants. I'm gonna go Giants on this one. Uh, I'll go with the Falcons. I think Matty Ryan, Matty Ice, gives it to Kyle Pitts a lot because he's on my fantasy team. So. Yeah, the Falcons personnel—they're due for a better game, huh? Run game. ATL, shouty. Yeah. Yeah, so you're picking Atlanta as well. Oh, split table on that one. I like it. That's a good game to pick. All right, up at Gillette Stadium in New England, the New Orleans Saints look to bounce back after they were beaten pretty severely last week, and the Patriots still trying to figure things out with Mac Jones. Uh, I'll start on this one. Give me the Patriots at home to get it done against Jameis Winston and the Saints, who looked really good in week one, but then they'll fall to one and two. Rob? Give me the Saints on the road. Nice. All right. Sean Payton. Damn it. (laughs) Don't have to. I know. I just just feel like Sean Payton's just not going to allow that to happen again. You can't say that for Bill Belichick? He doesn't have all the personnel. Yeah, that's true. I'm going Mac Jones. All right. Well, split, split table, table action again. again. I love go. it. Yes. Brothers. Ooh, this is a fun one. <laughs> we didn't wear the same shirt today. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Brothers. Uh, the Buccaneers and the Rams. How about that? Where's it a couple at? winning Whoa. teams. It's in LA, LA at SoFi Stadium. Oh, Heckman. Nice. I know he's going to pick against TV 12. That's mm-hmm. for sure. But I'm going to take the Rams. Woo! Take the Rams. He likes being in fourth place. I'm going with TB12. TB12, okay. And Gronk. Gronk. I'm going Rams. <laughs> what? I'm going Rams. <laughs> oh, look at what? that. Oh, my God. Now. <laughs> Two more touchdowns for Gronk. Uh, I'm going Maybe. I'm going to go with the Buccaneers, too. So Good call, got, uh, Is this Smart a split man. table for the third straight game? Mm. Man, look at here. I it love this. Uh, by the way, Tom Brady has done a lot of things in his career. And we knew that already. Lots of them. This is his first career game played in Los Angeles. Hmm. He had never played a game in L.A. until uh, Sunday. Can't wait to next week's game. Oh, yeah, you're right. Who's that? New England. Oh. Mm -hmm. Oh. 
Um, okay, I'll give one more game before the Cowboys, and then we'll wrap things up. Packers and 49ers. Aaron Rodgers, 5-6 and six career record versus San Francisco as he has struggled in his career against the 49ers. I think he does not struggle on the road this time. Give me the pack attack, baby. Rob? Yeah, he's back. He's back. Okay. Everybody wanted to write him off after week one. Rodgers in the pack. Mm-hmm. Well, we cast away Rodgers. Okay. Hey, Rob. Okay, so pack across the table that time. Now it's time for Monday Night Football. The Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles in what will be prime time. First NFC East divisional matchup for both teams this year. We will start things off with Isaiah Stanback. Who you got on Monday? I'm going with the Deja Blue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. None of that green stuff. No. Nothing. Green is means you're sick. Got the Cowboys, baby. All right. Rob? Cowboys, I think this there's a lot about this matchup that makes me a little little uneasy. I think they got more talent than uh Philly than we're maybe some people give them credit for because they lost last week. Mm-hmm. But Dak Prescott against a more inexperienced quarterback, mm. home opener, it's gonna be rocking, full house. Didn't have that last year. Cowboys win. All right, I'm going to pick the Cowboys as well. Fourth straight win at home for Dallas against Philadelphia. You do know it's homecoming week around here, right? There are a lot yeah. of homecoming courts, and this is our homecoming, mm. getting back mm. to Arlington Stadium. Mm. We, You alluded to it earlier this week, how we needed a home field advantage, needed everyone to show yeah. up loud and proud. Yeah. Going with the Cowboys, we got to get a win. Mm. That's it. Cowboys across the table. That'll do it for us this week on Talking Cowboys, presented by Tostitos. For Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips, Chris Beam, I'm Kyle Yeoman, Tecma Harrison. What do we say on Friday? Cowboy Nation, I hope your team win! (laughs) This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?